G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag Group 1 Racing from Caulfield once more. We've got the Rupert Clark Stakes as a Group 2, there's lots of Group 3s. Fascinating behaviour that the Group 2 is a thousand guineas for the Phillies and the Group 3 is for the Colts and Geldings, but never mind. Breeders. Before we get into anything, Dicko, you've got a special announcement. And firstly, that guy's that is Shane Shelio, the man you saw in racing.com on Tuesday or Wednesday, because it looks like a very, very different human being. <laughs> I, I actually prefer this look, but um, Lise, shout out to Lise, who threw you under the bus with a big ring light. I love her work. She's going to probably be a bigger part on the, of the mailbag in the near future. But it's uh, young Simo turns 21 today. Nick Vaz has uh, pounded me with request to give him a shout out. He's a big tall, thick boy, Simo. He comes up to us for the races and, uh, and asks for a few bets. He's uh, a good young man with a thirst for the punt. Um, keep watching, and, and if your mates are any good to you, they'll head to the mailbag.com.au and they'll get you the grouse. Nick, Vaz, if you guys want to get together and buy him, say, a month, I'll give you another month on me for his birthday, for his 21st. You do you, and we're going to have merch up and about. Hopefully next week, early Monday? next week. Yeah, I reckon Monday it should be live. We can sort it out by do Monday. Do the right thing, guys. Do the right thing. Imagine that, though. How good would it be to wish Simo happy birthday back on course? Get vaccinated. We'll be back on course in the seen, next I month know, or so. I know, I know who he is. He's a big, tall lad with a big mullet, I think. <laughs> and uh, I reckon, do you remember the day that you backed Luna Flair to win the thousand guineas, the, like, the Australian up, guineas or whatever? Up in the cruise like, ship. All those piss lads to the yeah. right of us? That was them. I think that was them. <laughs> good on you, boys. Anyway... Um, you fucking love them, Kills. You get real distracted. Hard. Yeah. How'd you go on racing.com? How are you happy with how you went? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all pretty good. It was um, It was recorded a couple of months ago, like literally six weeks or so ago. So um, a little bit of change and a little bit more had transpired, I suppose, in, in the wagering landscape and things like that. So I had a few cracks at a couple of... Um, Things that got edited out, which was nice. So it actually, uh, I thought they, I thought they done a good job in making us look reasonably intelligent. And and if Shane's a little bit slow today, he's dealing with a, a severe knee injury, like severe. How you feeling yeah. about that? It's um, yeah, it's my knees blown up like massively. <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed actually because I had a few big plans for next footy season. So <laughs> just on hold at the moment. I have been you going to the gym. Have... I've been to the gym every day this week. Yeah, but so, say say you played fifteen years of football. Say you played ten. I reckon the over under on pre seasons is two point five. Got a couple. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> sort of big. You're not missing anything. You don't train. You don't win premierships in January. No, well, I've never seen a premiership middle handed out at pre season. So mm, exactly. I always said that. Hundred percent. Uh, anyway. No, we're going okay. It's good. We've got a good light weekend to help me recover. Um, not too much racing on, which is nice. So, just building up to next week. I'm just drowning in cliches at the moment, but I love it. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, all right, we've got uh, a few other little bits and pieces to touch on. Obviously, we've got the Everest Caulfield Cup Day stream coming up, but uh, we're just slowly getting into gear for that, aren't we? Group One Racing's back. The whole team's winning. It's bloody um, good. There's a, an enormous amount of entries already. I think we're, we're north of 20k and 200 people already in the club. We've got like a month and a half to go or a month to go. Um, we've got Appy Hour hopefully tonight with myself, Curls, just threw that on you now, and uh, Scurry um, from 7 till 8 tonight. We'll just be hanging around on our phones, answering any questions for anyone who's a subscriber to any product and you're on the app. Um, we'll be around. 
Um, and what else have we got to talk about, Pistol? Just besides you guys are winning. I think that was the only thing you wanted me to touch on. But you wanted me to do it a little bit less or more seamless than that. But No, I want to make a point of like that we are winning. We're all winning. How many units did you spend yesterday, Peter? Is it six? How many did you get back, Peter? Is it north of fifteen? So I can't remember now. And yesterday, that, it's and just that another day. Silly enough to not to not double or triple pressure. Sorry, the last. you were three three out, eleven back or something. Yeah, Shane, eleven and a half. What yeah. did you do yesterday? Uh, I did quietish uh, day, four point two out, eight point four back. So had a double. We, we made a tiny little profit there at, at Bendigo, but it's just another day, another day of winning. We are eight straight months of winning in Victoria. We're all winning. We count every bet. Stop losing, start winning, and, and head to themailbag.com.au. It's it's betting season. Let us help you. Speaking, Everywhere, all over Australia. 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 Speaking of betting season, the Group 1, Rupert Clark Stakes, 1,400. Handicap, deep race, Dickens, deep race. Favourite is Bo Rosser at the moment at 480. You've got Prob Bill at 550. Behemoth, $6. I'm Thunderstruck, which is first emergency at 850. And there's plenty of other horses that you could make case for in double figures. Where are you starting with here? What's the starting point? I'll, I'll attempt a speed map and don't jump down my throat if I get it wrong or I offend you here because it's chaos. Not you guys. I'm talking to the, the no. viewer. Okay. Streets of Avalon, Buffalo River, I think go forward. Groundswell could. Dice roll should. Behemoth and Barossa from Barriers 1 and 3 get great runs. Yep. Uh, Probabil from 2 there or thereabouts. Then you get, then it gets real messy. Now, regards Marie, blessed last week. Now it's drawn 11, tricky. Asar cast out of 13. Uh, Dallasone cast 16. Uh, Amish boy 15 cast. They have to go back and they're going to be wide. I'm Thunderstruck, 17. It will be last in run. Um, Sierra Sue, Barrier 10, probably going to be three wide or, or well back two wide. Um, an Irish Flame. Sam's a doubt. Pete, I wasn't sure where to put it. Yeah, um, that's a nasty I've got it little... worse at midfield. Yeah, it's a nasty draw for it. It doesn't really have too much gate speed. And it's a big horse, so uh, there would have and to be And this is the 1,400-metre shoot at Caulfield, yeah. which is like the trickiest shoot at Caulfield. So they jump and they turn, and you need to sort of you can't even jump and show intent and then make a decision. You kind of made the decision before you jump. Yep. So ideally for uh, for Sam's dad, Irish Flame, sort of same speed away, it can just sit on the outside of it uh, because I think if it's buried back on the fence towards the tail, it will be. It'll probably be a nice flashing run home for seventh or something. Um, who wants to kick off here? Because it's it's chaos, and I, I FYI, I will not be betting. I'll kick off. I'll kick off because um, <laughs> I would have looked at this. I would have looked at this with absolutely less depth than anyone because this is a very simple race. There is only three chances, and those three chances have the best maps. Forget the rest. Behemoth, Probabil, and Bo Rossa. One of them will win. Whoever gets the right luck wins. If Bo Rossa gets the right run, it's a it just wins. It'll out sprint them at the end. Probabil and Behemoth will be grinding their way to the line and holding their ground and extremely tough to get past. I think this Bo Rosser might have a little bit more brilliance uh, if it's held up for one dash at them. And I think it's quite simple. The rest are either cast from the map or just not good enough, um, particularly if I Am Thunderstruck doesn't get a run. Um, 
there's no point looking any further than them three. One of them three will win. It's just a matter of which one gets the right luck. So Bo, Bo Rossi gets a three and a half kilo swing on Bohemoth. Bo. Who should have beaten Bohemoth. Yep. But Bohemoth did SP 320 versus $12 there. Yep. And the SP was wrong. So now we're a little bit closer to market and it's just a complete moral. Bo Rossi. It's the right run. If it gets the right, if it gets the runs and when it needs to, it wins. More humble. I'm not looking too deep. I'm not trying to yep. like think, overthink this. They're the best three horses in the race. So Behemoth has met Bo Rossa three times. It started favourite or shorter than Bo Rossa three times, and it's beaten home Bo Rossa three times. Well, it didn't twice, beat home once. Twice. It didn't, it didn't beat home once in Adelaide when I backed Bo Rossa to beat it, but then it got a protest and overturned, and yeah. it like overturned the result and got me. Yep. Um, I, I think there's a. I think. You, I, I partially agree, but I reckon Barrier One is a big concern. Late in the day, Caulfield, like shit happens at Caulfield, and not lots of times it's not good. Um, this is Linda Meach, outstanding rider, but this is a Group One with, a, like as we've mentioned repeatedly, a chaotic speed map. I think if you're betting at those two, Bahamut is just the complete not a like moral versus hit at the prices. Like it's just fucking value. It's going to get a better run. It's got a much better jockey. Linda Meach, superstar. She's not Craig Williams, and he's got he's got the ace on it. Like she, he can just sit sit on her and, and not let her out until he's ready. Well, I think he holds all the aces. The whole the horse deserves to start shorter than Bo Ross. I don't think it will. Um, Buffalo River will be fascinating. They're often the big joints just seem to steam this thing late. I was just going to mention this horse. This is the track and distance value in the race it's capable of handling handling both slow and fast tempo has it had a but jump what does out? Pat, patrick maloney do i'm tipping goes slow which is another reason because why i worry about uh, barossa see like if pat mm. if pat maloney was sitting on barossa and linda meach was riding buffalo river i think they, i think barossa is going to have its back and linda's going to go nice and quick and get it done and then patty maloney can peel off and if it's good enough win but if he's just holding it up holding it up and they use this like a six wide wall coming at caulfield it's tricky. Uh, probably all sort of same boat as Bo Rossa, but I think it'll get a really nice run behind Bohemoth. I thought of the the outside of those sort of three, which I agree with, Kels, is uh, Dice Rolls, the map horse, that I think could run a big race. He is absolutely airborne, Nick Ryan. Absolutely airborne. I think this horse will settle three wide, maybe no cover, or three wide behind Groundswell or Streets Avalon. Um, and if it gets a run, Iron Thunderstruck will be flashing, and if it's the track allows winning. Yeah, it's a tough race, isn't it? I think that's a good summation. No bet. Uh, no, no, no suggested bets. Okay. Let's jump to race four on the card, which is the Guineas Prelude for the Colts and Geldings. Only a group three. Only a group three, so don't get too excited, Dickens. <laughs> I've got military expert leading lightsaber, Brigatane, Athelnric, and uh, Alpine Edge sort of next... Line, Bifrost there, thereabouts, Cape Brighton, three, four back the fence. I think River Plate, give me a buzz and Timson, which I don't know why, but it just seems, sounds like, how would you say Timson? I feel like I'm being racist when I just say the name. Is it because of the sun there? Timson, maybe. Timson. We'll, Timson. we'll, we'll wait Matthew Hill to guide us through that. Yeah. Timson. 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 Yeah, Timson. TB not calling Saturday. 
I don't think so. What a disgraceful decision. Um, anyway, Tim Sun is a horse that I'm very interested in, and I want to have $50 on at the $9. He is why. Very, very progressive. Uh, Dan Yendel, I think, can get the back of Ollie or something similar here. I think it'll be three wide before you know it as they're entering the straight. And this is that sort of race, sort of size field at Caulfield where you can sort of be four, four wide and only three lengths off the leader turning because they're just going to go slow. Not going to do a lot of business here. I, I reckon this is a nice progressive horse on the up versus a bunch of sort of half-exposed horses. I like race four, number eight, Tim Sun. We'll have $50 on Peter at the $9. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Night Raid at the Valley, this horse, coming out of some provincial monster figure mm. from for the provincial. It's come from Caston and won on the Dubu. Uh, it's just, this could be anything. It's exciting, so the, but the, the market will crush it. Splits its run, it'll crush. Yeah. The, the, it's, and it's our last 100 split. It's like horses that have, if you open up your puntingform.com.au, and look at its last 200 all benchmark figure. That's like a bivouac sort of number. Like big horses run that figure. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a, a ridiculous stroll early. It went even for the class. It was a maiden at Cassidy, but it still wasn't stupidly slow. That's a huge, huge number. What price did you send to the uh, to the subs? 14 or 15, I think. I've just got it up here 12. 12 it was. Oh, 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 oh. I'm a bit shitty about that. I didn't actually bet it, and now I'm just angry. Anyway, you like it? I do like it. Jeez, oh. I was surprised that, was that there's been minds. support. Great minds. Cue the promo. How is there support for the coffee here? Five dollars into four forty. I went through the field looking for a scratching to justify why someone would take five dollars about this horse. Willow on? I don't know. I was going to ask you the same thing. I can't, yeah. How does Edmonds the, go in Victoria? He oh, can well, set one up. The Herovian, the Herovian ran fifth down there in the All-Star Mile when I said it should have been at the Toowoomba Guineas or something, remember? And had that LaRock? LaRock. Remember, Trent, remember Trent, I said that Trent messaged me and sprayed me for potting his horse? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the Trent. Uh, g'day, Trent. You'll be watching this because you'll want to know what I say about this. This has got none. This will be last defence. <laughs> This will be last defence. Um, it's it's going to knock us off now. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm surprised. Like, you know, Star Tontes was inside it, got up inside it, pushed it out of the way and ran past it the other day. Star Tontes is like a pony and um, just give it windburn. Star Tontes um, has won since, uh, won again last Saturday. Um, you're talking what restricted races, three-year-old races in Queensland in the off-season. Uh, look, this horse obviously had a good two-year-old, uh, reasonably good two-year-old season. It ran second in the Magic Millions. Um, you know, he's a nice, big, strong uh, horse. So there's, you know, I'd anticipate that what he did as a two-year-old, he'd certainly be able to improve at three just because of the size of him, you know, growing into his... can't win, you see. But I'm just, I'm just going to be last defence, and it just doesn't, like... <laughs> I, I, nah, I thought, can't. Um, what, what did you make of... The number four, Ollie Sticks, the Exceeding Excel Cult, uh, Athelric. It was pretty good last start. I reckon it was a pretty good race there at, at Mooney Valley. I just don't know where it's going to get to in the run. But I, I thought it was the other one outside of Tim Sun that was like a, a really nice price here. If you like it, back it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like I suppose Tim Sun and Alpine Edge could possibly be 
like last and second last in run, could they, from the gates? Yeah, but I think like you said, last offence, I'd rather be like last one off. Yeah, I, th- yeah, yeah. I, I reckon Dean can, can get the back of Ollie, and I think this Atherick's going to run a race too. So Ollie's drawn 10. I think Dean will just, just tow him behind Damien and just let Damien tell him when we're going. Oh, not yet. Okay. I'll wait. And then go, and if we're good enough, run over top of him. And at, at the price, like $12, it's a, it's a bet to nothing. It, it could absolutely hemorrhage this thing. Mm, yeah, big figures. Have to find yeah. out. Fifty dollars on the at nine dollars now. Fifty yep. at nine. Tim's on. Tim's on. Okay. Uh, I'll that... be I'll be block, I'll be blocking Trent's number if this lobs. Yeah, we'll get him on the show. He can, he can call oh. it the bad beat hotline. For him, it would be the good oh. beat hotline. Yeah, Trent, Trent, don't call Shane. Call the bad beat hotline. The number is. We'll have it at the end of the show. I don't know off the top of my head. And then scream. I'll, I'll text. I'll, I'll text him. I'll text him the number. <laughs> And then he'll block you. All right. Caulfield Race 6, the benchmark 90 handicap over 1,400 metres for Mares. Ana favourite, $2.60. Ecumenical, $7.00. Aiden Steele, $7.50. Snickerdoodle Dandy, former Western Bester, 9 bucks. so is good and proper. Dickens, Ana Does anyone favorite. else want to say anything before I just declare this thing? No. Um, no, I've got nothing to say. I think that Anavisto is the bet of the month. Wow. The, I think it's an absolute fucking moral. It'll start two dollars. It's it should have won second up last prep at, at Flemington. Ollie got it wrong and it was a car crash. It's a track and trip horse. It's a track horse. It's a distance horse. It's got an SP profile over everything here. It maps to get the gun run. He gets a little gear change after laying in, but gets John Allen sticking with it, who would have learnt how to ride it a little bit better, and he's a nice, strong, two-handed rider. I, I think this thing's a fucking certainty. Full stop? Mm. Yeah, bet until it hurts. It, when the gates open, if your bum hole doesn't quiver a little bit and your heart doesn't skip a beat, you haven't had enough on, it'll start closer to $2 than 260 Just keep betting. It's going to get the... It, it's got the speed to sit wherever it wants to, wherever he needs to. In run, he can put it there, and and the, it's not drawn too inside for John Allen. I, I hate John Allen inside draws. I love him just drawn just drawn out, and he can just get into his gears. I, I think this is a great great bet. Sounds like it's an L point edge all up and a visto to me. <laughs> and I'll spew Ainsfield like he's going to sit inside it. I reckon um, just hasn't come up. Fuck, it was a big figure last time, wasn't it? This thing. Well. The other thing and I to, have to and we about think Anavisto, a proper horse. It, it, yeah, the horse that knocked it off last start won a Group Two last week. This is a fucking benchmark ninety. Mm. Like it's just every box I can think of, it ticks it. I wish I went up four dollars because it is like a nice race. But all right, thanks for joining us, guys. We're off to bet now. Um... <laughs> Catch you later. So just for the preview show, we're going to have the 50 on Tim Sun <laughs> at $9 in race four. We're going to have 200 on the number three, Anavisto, in race number six. That's 200, race six, number three, Anavisto, at the $2.60 with whoever. we got time for a quick Q&A, or Q&A, as it's pronounced. Well, why don't you two just quickly describe what you expect to happen at your respective states on the weekend, you winners, you fucking non-stop winning machines. 
Peter, Belmont yesterday, you zigged and you zagged. You said, no. I said, Peter, give me something to bet on. And you said, no. You said, no, it's windy as fuck. I'm going to wait. I'm going to watch. I'm going to learn. You did that. You fired two beautiful bullets, race five and maybe race eight. Yeah. Why with that information? Because I was pressing him to bet. I double-pressed race five, which I wouldn't normally do, but I did. So thank you. What do we anticipate happens on Saturday at Belmont? Rail six metres is typically one of the fairest positions there at Belmont. But the last four meetings have had some level of bias to them. I won't get too carried away and say they're all rails bias because one of them was actually, as bizarre as this sounds, it was actually one-off disadvantaged, heavily disadvantaged, which makes it look rails bias, but it actually wasn't because the three and four wide channel was actually pretty good. A little tricky, that. A little tricky. Um, how would you know? How would you know until you're out there? It's been a bit of rain around today, a bit of rain around yesterday. We've only got two weeks before Kalgoorlie, and then we're back at Ascot. So one of the things I, what, just before we leave Perth, one of the most enjoyable aspects of yesterday's wagering was when we were on, there was a horse of W Pike that was $2 into $1.70, like completely relentless off the map, late money. And Pistols like just tossed up this declaration at this thing with like four minutes to the jump at $6.50, load into this voice. Pistol! And hemorrhaged. Pike traded like a dollar ten in run outside the leader, and um, Jet Stanley oh, just with the coffin. three off. This is the coffin, just wasn't it? Poke yeah. up the cutaway. Yeah. Yeah. The Fucking cutaway. never getting beat. It was never ever getting beat. That was glorious. He's got the most. Suck shit, Poggy. <laughs> I think um, that used to be a former Melbourne horse, Double Jeopardy. I, think, I don't know. Actually, I listened to the free race. Yeah. 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 I did listen to the pre race. He did say the horse come from Victoria with a few little issues. Righto, so Saturday, Shane, you've got... A bit what, like you, gold, bit like gold, you Peter. <laughs> Come over and dummy away from Melbourne with a few little issues. <laughs> a few. Oh. She's got some, some massive issues. What's her name again? Anyway, Shane, where are you betting on, <laughs> where are you betting on Saturday, mate? Yeah, gold so how good's, this? how good's this, right? Mrs. Curley's away for three or four days oh, with my God. daughter. Oh, of course. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to absolutely oh. obliterate myself this weekend, I reckon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Saturday is really good. We've only got the one, the Metropolitan meetings at the Gold Coast. Now, the interesting thing about the programming and everything else is like Queensland's best stable, Tony Golan, has has got a lot of nice horses that are going Sydney, Melbourne, and you know stakes races, and he's got to kick them off. And this meeting's the meeting to kick them off. So he's got some really nice horses, but running against each other. So we're seeing some races with a bit of depth but from the same stable, unfortunately, and horses that are very hard to split. So like I, I don't anticipate, you know, we'll be seeing like um, we'll get seeing some good horses that are going to be short odds and likely winning, but I don't really need to get involved. Uh, we own a smart one's a nice horse that's um, that's won a million in a row for David Van Dyke, and it's dollar um, forty. Like it probably wins and then goes to Sydney. Like there's a few of those sort of setups. Uh, Costa's got a couple. Golan's got a few. Um, now, I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, but there's only one other meeting in Queensland, in South East Queensland, and that's at Dolby on Saturday Arvo. So, like, it hasn't rained out here for a bit, so it'll be like bitumen, hard, bone-rattling tracks. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be a very difficult wagering day. Like, it is going to be very difficult. We'll to, find a way. We'll find a way. Like you that. always do. You always do. You've been winning then, since you got here. Yeah, so anyway, so that's Saturday. And then um, next week's like fully loaded. We've got meetings 
fucking everywhere. Like, there's five or six meetings that we'll be betting into next week. So, um, you know, don't despair if we don't have a million bets, Sadie. We'll have a, a million and a half next week. <laughs> and before we go, the mailbag's bad beat hotline 0452 036 25. <laughs> fuck, I fuck that up. The mailbag's bad beat hotline. 0452 036 245. Thanks for that. Simo and your mates, I wanna I wanna turn that thing on on Sunday afternoon and hear a lot of dribble and yarn from you blokes. I might just get on rip make a few calls anyway, the the local grand final Sunday, so I'll be pretty handy. Bringing the hotline after that. <laughs> well, we know on the film you and Junior just taking turns at Huggle on the porcelain on Sunday morning either. <laughs> uh, I hope Mrs. Kelly doesn't watch this before she heads off. <laughs> she wouldn't watch any of this, Emma. No way. <laughs> she didn't even watch me on .com. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was Eagle Farm tomorrow. I forgot about that. Eagle Farm tomorrow. In Queensland. Beautiful. Eagle Farm, no. Geelong, where are you betting tomorrow? Peter? Nowhere. Maybe Singapore. Nowhere. No, that's a joke. Oh, right. That's a joke. <laughs> All right, well, he, wasn't, he wasn't joking. He's not joking. Is it he's Toyota Kaiba? Is that, is that a place? One of the Japan joints. Yeah. Yarmouth. Whoa. Oh, Righto. Why don't you enjoy your weekend? Um, bet until it hurts responsibly. And um, we'll see you on Monday for the deep dive. Happy birthday, Simo. Buy some merch and ring the hotline. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.